You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is CBS Sports Radio, and you are locked in to the JR Sport Brief Show. I'm coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios when you need cash out of your home in a simple way to get it. Rocket. Rocket can. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. I'm being joined by you, everybody listening all over North America. You can always tune in every minute, every second on the free Odyssey app. Thank you to people listening on your local affiliates. Folks tuned in on Sirius XM Channel 158 and everybody listening on a smart speaker. I do that when I'm in the house. I do ridiculous things. I call Siri. I call Alexa. I say, play CBS Sports Radio. Hands free. Anyway, use your hands. Dial up. Type something in. If you want to hit me up, you can find me online. I am at JR Sport Brief. You can also call me 855-212-4CBS. That's 855 212 CBS. I'm still here in New Orleans, Louisiana. I've had an amazing time. Man, I stepped outside my my hotel today, and it's just like I'm running into people. Shout-outs to my main man, Shadell. He actually stopped me or saw me. I'm like, what does this guy want? And he's like, I listened to you. I said, man, thank you so much. He says, you hung up on me last week. So what did you say? said something about Lamar Jackson to the Cowboys, and I said, not so fast. And then me and Shadell took a photo. He's so nice, man. I'm looking here through Twitter right now, and if you, me and Shadell, our photo is, is on my social media, at JR Sport Brief. Thank you, Shadell. So nice. There's another guy just tweeted me, uh, Edward Tozer, enjoying the show. Thank you, Edward. I appreciate you listening to the show. Hey, Shep, man, you you should have come down with me here, man. You should, why are you not here? I I would love to, I would love to be there, but but someone's got to run the the show from uh, New York, right? Where's Jack? It's a good question. <laughs> Jack, Jack's Jack's. Let me tell you something. Yes. Uh, sorry, you didn't mean to go here. Jack Uh-oh. is such a nice guy. He does right. so many. He's a jack of all trades, literally and figuratively. Oh, oh, he does so pun. many wonderful things here at CBS Sports Radio. Pun. I don't he know does... if he gets the credit around here that he deserves. He does the news. He does a good job on updates. He told me about the news, and I'm like, you do awesome at the news. You're you're terrific. No, other other shows um, like to play as highlights. Um, I love the fact that, uh, and I'll leave it at that, I love the fact that that we elect, you specifically, J.R. elect, to celebrate this young man who's 25 years old and has an incredibly bright future in this business. Oh, so many. so many people. Beautiful and bright. Love beautiful, bright people. We can go on and on. We'll take our time. Everybody will get their day. We'll get there. Today's Jack's day. Next day, we'll uh, Barbari. I'll show Barbari. Everybody gets a little bit of love. Everybody. How about Carlos? Oh, Carlos is amazing. Carlos is the best, man. I saw Carlos when I was in New York. Amazing. Good dude. Yeah, Carlos is a good dude. Where's Car- Carlos told me he was going to be in Georgia. Yeah? Yeah. I'm telling everybody's business. What do I know? <laughs> I don't know. 855-212-4CBS. Call me up. I'm like, uh, 
I'm like the telephone lady. You call me, you tell me what I tell all your business. 855-212-4CBS. One more guy who's coming, Elijah Stewart. I don't know if you've had the pleasure of meeting him, JR. Young, up-and-coming guy at this station. Watch out. You know who that is, right? I met him. I'm, wasn't he sitting next to you? Yeah, I, I believe so. Glasses. Looks very sophisticated. Yeah. There yeah. was an e- there was an email about his glasses. I saw that. Yes, that's what I'm talking. That's what I'm talking about, man. You know a little bit yeah. about everything in this place. I do. Yeah, I'm not there. I saw an email about glasses, and I'm just like, I didn't take the glasses, <laughs> and then. He misplaced them, and then he found them. It's just welcome to life in uh, corporate America. If you're getting emails uh, from Spike Eskin about property, you know you mean something. <laughs> what if I lost my glasses? I uh, what? Would Spike so you make that? No, you make that list. If I if I lose something, I'm no one's reaching out about anything I lose. But you, no, Spike's reaching out if you lose your glasses. If I, if yeah. I lose my glasses, I it, Spike sends a company email to to all two floors or three floors and. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I'm in Georgia. Make sure you FedEx me my glasses. Okay. Anyway, speaking of needing a FedEx, is this garbage-ass game over yet? Chicago has the ball. It's not over yet. It's not. What is it, about 30 seconds left? 35 seconds, fourth and goal. Fourth and goal. Oh, wow. Do you think Chicago's going to punch the ball in? I I, I know what happens. Do you? No, I I actually tuned out for two seconds. What happened? Uh, you know what? It wow! It, I I, it looks like Suspense. a controversial call. Oh, a catch Justin near Fields the pylon. They're discussing. Uh oh. Okay. Chicago Bears might win the game at the end. I'm. What a pathetic way to potentially go out if you're Washington, right? Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if you're catching this on replay. Um. It's on Amazon. I tried to log into Amazon. That looks like that looks like he came down with it in the left corner pylon. <laughs> Wait, the Chicago Bears are about to go three and three. Looks like Mooney. But here's the thing: I, I, I can't. I know I can't get play by play. It yeah, looks like it. Mooney comes down with it in his back shoulder, and it was not. Call, so he bobbles it. It was not called a touchdown at the initial point. Fields is scratching his head. There's a lot of people scratching their heads after tonight. We're going to see what the final call is right here. You want to know something, though? It doesn't matter who wins this game. They're going to be a loser either way. Like, nobody walks out of this game. Maybe if you're the Bears, you have a positive feeling. I've now been able to, uh, you you see, you wondered why that, uh, uh uh-oh. Okay, uh uh-oh. This is crap. Wow. The game is done, man. They didn't call. What what type of crap is that? Oh, my. Justin Fields needs a hug. Poor guy. Not only does he play for the Bears, not only was he expected to be the savior, it's, uh, it's, it's, it hurts being a Chicago Bears fan, man. Washington improves to two and four. Chicago goes to two and four. The Washington Commanders ultimately win this game. The final score, 12 to seven. A goal line play. Trying to get the ball over the the, the line. In Chicago, I might add. Doesn't work. I, I told you whoever walks away with the victory in this game is still a loser.
I got to tell you, there are certain teams in the NFL where you mention them, you talk about them, and there is there really isn't anything positive to say. What is the most positive thing that you can say about Chicago? Nothing. What's the most positive thing you can say about Washington, the commanders? Nothing. These are two teams that are basically in transition. Carson Wentz is throwing the ball with a busted-up shoulder for Washington. Justin Fields can't even stomach this enough to get off the bench. This man is on the bench. Won't even look anybody in the eye. He needs a hug. So, JR, I I don't know if you – I know Amazon, most people do not have access to it. I don't know if you saw that 40-yard run that Fields made at the end of the game to get them within first and goal. Did, were, you, were, you, were you privy to that? No, I just saw the last, the last couple of plays that ended here. Gotcha. This man, he looks depressed. He, like, he looks like he wants to cry. JR, if you are a Chicago Bears fan, three guys come to mind. Michael Vick. RG3, and I'm talking RG3 before the Shanahan spoiled him, and I don't mean spoiled him in a good way, okay? Mm -hmm. And then the other guy is Lamar Jackson. The Jets and the acceleration that he showed when a game is this late and he was able to just shift into a gear that no other person seemed to have on the field, and he made it look easy and then had the presence of mind to run out of bounds. I don't know. There are only one or two quarterbacks that can make that specific play in the NFL, I'm telling you, Jr. That run. If you get a chance to watch the highlight, oh, I will. I'm looking at not, it now. I'm telling you, five quarterbacks in the history of the NFL can make that run, and that's it. That's a short list. The future is good. He just needs consistency from a head coach, not Nagy. You know, Eberflus. He needs consistent coaching from the pocket. And Chicago has themselves a star-studded quarterback. They, or he needs help. That's what he need. He needs. He needs somebody he can actually throw the ball to. Uh, he needs support. He doesn't need to run around with a team that's basically been stripped. It's. I feel like he's being set up, and not on purpose, but to fail. I think the, the new regime is taking a look, and they're saying, hey, we have him here. We did not select him. He is not my guy. And if he swims, great. We can take credit for it. If he does not, then we just get somebody else. And I think that's just the law of nature. What happens a lot of times when you get new, when you get a new coach, when you get a new GM, we know Pace and Nagy are gone, Eberflus and Poole are in. They're trying to make money. As much as they're trying to develop the football team, yes, yes, they are. But they want to give themselves personally as much runway and room to work as possible. And so if that means, oh, yeah, we're going to give Fields a, a chance to run through his rookie deal, and if he doesn't work, all I do is go to the owner and say, I need a chance with my own guy. It's not my guy. I need a chance to go out here and win with my own. He's not my dude. This stinks. A matter of fact, You want to know what just sadness sounds like? This is courtesy of the Bears Radio Network. This is the Bears trying to win the game at the goal line. This was all she wrote. Listen. Montgomery, the long back. They put Fields under center. Takes the snap. Going to stand in the pocket. Throws right front side of the end zone. Darnell Mooney 
the catch. Darnell Mooney. There's no indication. Discussion underway. No call made. As he shoved out of bounds, does he have the catch? Did he hit the pylon? Which is it? Hands on hips with 30 seconds to go. Is a catch short of the goal line. The runner bobbled the ball. First down, Washington. Turned away in Chicago. It sounds like something that they are unfortunately used to. It's bad. Chicago, two and four. Washington, two and four. And you need you need the pat well, you need a pat on the back. The NFL should actually give you money if you sat through this entire game. Like they should pay you for having to have watched that. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Scott is calling up from Florida. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. JR, how you doing? Always a pleasure. Thank you, man. I always enjoy talking to you and listening to your show. On my way home from work, and I always listen to you on my way home. Thanks. Uh, one feel-good story I feel like that came out of the game tonight was a young gentleman, Brian Robinson, coming back from being shot and scoring a touchdown, brother. Yeah, no, I mentioned that. I said that was the one bright spot for for Washington. When you think about an organization, that is nothing but a not having to do with anything with the Raiders, but it's a black hole. Yeah, I was very uh, very happy for the young man that he came back and you know scored scored his first NFL touchdown today. Yeah, he he made his return against the Tennessee Titans this past Sunday. I think it's pretty cool that he he went back out there and played tonight on Thursday. Uh, thank you, Scott, for calling from Florida. And I, I be, when he came out against the Tennessee Titans this past Sunday, they played 50 Cent song, Many Men. You're not familiar with it? The, the main lyric is, or the hook is, Many Men Wish Death Upon Me. Not familiar? 50 Cent got shot nine times, and he's still here. Making money. Good for him. Brian Robinson, yes, right before the season started, this man was shot in an attempted robbery in D.C. Right before the season started. We are in week six. This man was back playing football on Sunday, and then he was right back on the field today. 17 carries, 60 yards, and one touchdown for the Washington football team. They walk away with a victory. The sexy score of 12 to seven. This is what the touchdown sounded like, courtesy of the Commanders Radio Network. Second and goal here. Two tight ends both move in motion to the right side of the line. Robinson standing next to Wentz at the six-yard line. Now here comes Curtis Samuel. Hand off Robinson up the middle of the line. Heading towards the goal line and in! Touchdown! Touchdown, Washington! The first career rushing touchdown for Brian Robinson, Jr. It's not as ex- well. I'm happy for him. It's exciting. The whole time I'm listening to him, I'm just saying to myself, touchdown, Kansas City. When here, Ian Eagle? What did Ian Eagle do? Second and goal. Shotgun, Robinson to the right of Wentz. Looking for the lead. Handoff, Robinson cuts it up the middle. They push the pile in for a touchdown. It's a scoring bonanza. And the Commanders take the lead here in the fourth quarter. That's great. Westwood won. <laughs> Ian Eagle is another. He's another great announcer, man. I like Ian. 
When I hear him do that, all I can think about is Kevin Durant shooting a three and Iron Eagle hyping him up. Great guy. And his son, too. Good dudes. So JR Sport Reshow here on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking of Kevin Durant, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. Kevin Durant decided to chime in in response to an ESPN inquiry as it relates to Draymond Green, that suspension that he did not receive. And Draymond Green, he's back. It's only been a couple of days, but he is back in the fold with the Golden State Warriors. We'll hear from Draymond on the other side. You'll hear from Kevin Durant. We'll talk about this Thursday night football matchup. I say football loosely between the Commanders and the Bears. Washington walks away with a 12-7 victory. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Come back. I got W's and victories for you, too. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. But I'm gonna get off the radio. I just want to let you know I commend you for what you're doing, JR. That's, that's great what you're up there doing, the speaking engagements and, and talking to these college students and stuff. We need more of that. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Oh, yeah. Thank you oh so much to Tulane University. Allow me to come through and For the second consecutive year, have an amazing conversation with the students about how you can utilize the good of sports. Not to bully people, not to take advantage of them, but to utilize sports for something awesome in society. Maybe if I was a jerk like Daniel Snyder, maybe I'd have all his money. Probably not. I enjoy what I'm doing much better. Matter of fact, later on in the show, right before we roll out, I want to share with you just some comments. And I want to really talk about my experience at at Tulane University today uh, here in New Orleans, Louisiana. It was a, a tremendous time with two amazing athletes and their families and and Dr. Brazano from Special Olympics. And she's uh, the global head of health. It was just a it was a big deal today. And I want to share with that with you later on in the show obviously thursday night football washington the commanders they snap a four-game losing streak they hold off a late rally by the chicago bears in chicago and washington wins 12 to 7 we'll get into that ron rivera currently speaking with the media i guess no throwing carson wentz under the bus tonight but we'll talk about that before we went to break I shared with you the return of someone to his NBA franchise. That happens to be Draymond Green. We know why Draymond Green was missing in action. It's because he decided to punch Jordan Poole clear in the face. We found out a couple of nights ago that he would not be facing uh, a suspension of games, but that he would be fined and it would be taken care of internally, in-house, by the Golden State Warriors. Not even any league involvement. This is a team matter because it took place during the course of a practice. And so there's been a lot of of back and forth over whether or not he should have been suspended. 
I said the answer is yes. But ultimately, the Warriors are trying not to rock the boat any more than it's already been rocked. And so we learn that Draymond Green will be back in action. And what happened? Draymond Green, he spoke to the media. It was Thursday. He returned. And this is what he had to say about his time spent away from the squad. It was great. I spent a lot of time with my kids. Um, made eggs with my son. Taught him how to cook. I cook really good eggs. So I taught him how to cook some eggs. It was great. Spent a lot of time with my kids, but also a lot of time dealing with this stuff, too. So it's been some long days, but it's good. Dealing with this stuff? The stuff that you created? What are we going to do, complain now? Just be happy that you were able to make eggs with your son. Draymond Green says he makes good eggs. Okay, good. I don't want to taste them. He's doing putting extra milk in there. Well, what's the special ingredient? I don't know. Don't care. He didn't stop there talking about the eggs that he makes. Draymond Green was asked about, you know, what did you learn being away from the team? What did you experience? This is what he said. I learn about myself every day. I think, you know, as, as I said before, uh, the moment you stop working on yourself, you, you, you get worse. Uh, and so I think I learn new things about myself every day. That's always the goal. Okay. I assume that he's going to have a podcast ultimately to walk us through all of this at some point. Do we need one? That's what Draymond had to say about moving forward. The more time we get away from the things, the better. Uh, we had our conversations about what we needed to do moving forward, and we're going to do that. Uh, you know, we're not going to continue to hold on to the past. Um, doesn't mean, you know, people don't have feelings towards what happened or a situation, but we do all have goals, uh, individual goals, team goals, and, and we understand what needs to be done in order to reach those, and that's what's our focus. Yeah, that's why they didn't suspend the man. They want to keep him in the fold for now, or at least to keep him quiet. To make the issue and the topic of Draymond Green to ultimately go away. Knowing that he's not going anywhere, not in the, the, the short term, knowing that he will be here with the team, he does have to re-earn their trust. He has to regain their trust. Jordan Poole has to look at this man and go, yeah, I can roll with him. His other teammates have to maybe, I don't know, realize that, oh, let's not, let's not actually roll our eyes at Draymond and let's pay him attention. This is what Draymond had to say about re-earning and regaining the trust of his teammates. Everyone says, like, build trust as a team. I don't really quite understand that. Uh, you know, what's trust? Is it trust that you're going to make the right play? I think I always make the right play. I mean, to the best of my ability, I don't always make the right play, but to the best of my ability. So um, is it that is it, like, what is that? I think, you know, what we do have to do is um, make sure we're together, you know, make sure we're doing the necessary things that it takes to win a championship, make sure we got each other's back. Uh, 
but I think of so many different things when I hear the word trust that I'm not always certain that that is the most fitting word for what people are trying to say. I think it always sounds good and everyone kind of has this idea of what that means, but yet, you know, what does that truly mean? Well, listen to Socrates over here. It's so philosophical. What does trust mean? It means that you won't fly off the handle. I cook really good eggs. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I guess, you know what? That would be an appropriate answer if they just said, oh, well, Draymond, uh, you know, what are you going to do to regain the trust? And he says, I cook really good eggs. I, I cook mean, really good eggs. <laughs> that might as well have been his answer. He's not a dumb human being. He's a smart human being. Sometimes I think he feels he's smarter than everybody else, especially when he gets to talking about the media. The new media, the old media. Oh, thanks, Draymond Green. What a cop-out answer. No, what's trust? And I think it means this, and I think y'all think it means this, but it's not this. It'll, come on. JR, um... Correct me if I'm wrong. He happened to get suspended for for saying words to Kevin Durant, right? That was that was a suspension. That was not a fine. Yeah, that man got he missed. What did he give him a game? Uh-huh. A couple. And, and there, there's a guy by the name of Bobby uh, Portis, and uh, he you know he punched uh, uh, Nikola Mirotic. Uh, that that I believe was was a suspension. And and correct me if I'm wrong. That that was a total of eight games. Was was that caught on camera by chance? No, it wasn't. No. So this caught on camera. One of the ugliest things we have ever seen in the history of NBA basketball, considering they were teammates and champions together at that, he got a fine. And he's talking about eggs. He said he makes the best eggs. You know what? He's, I don't want to say he's checked out because I don't think he's, well, I was going to say he's not. He's still a professional, but he's shown to to be a poor one, especially for the past week. He knows, or maybe he doesn't. And if he doesn't know what it means when he's being asked if his teammates can trust him, if he has no idea what that means, then he should be gone. Trust that you won't fly off the handle. Trust that you won't be a distraction. Uh, Trust to know that Draymond Green is trying to help lead us towards a championship and isn't concerned with himself or being selfish, that's trust. And nobody thinking about is Draymond Green. Oh, do we trust him to make the right play? Ain't nobody thinking about that. Everybody's taking the approach of, can we trust you to not fly off the handle? If I have to think about a great player like Allen Iverson, can we trust you to show up on time and not be hungover? If it's Zion Williamson, can I trust you to show up in shape. If it's Kyrie Irving, it's can I trust you at all? Like everybody has their vices, everybody has their issues, their problems, their reasons. Everybody has something that might slow them down. Draymond Green, you don't know what that is for you? It's your mouth. You don't know how to shut it. I'm waiting on a podcast. 
Maybe he'll sit down with Jordan Poole. Maybe they'll hash it out for the public to make this all go away. As far as I know, Jordan Poole hasn't said a word. A peep. He has let all this go out there and and, kind of percolate. Nothing has stopped Jordan Poole from taking a stance or letting or allowing his voice to be heard, but maybe he doesn't want to face the music. Maybe he doesn't want to talk to the media. Media can ask some real crazy questions. But Draymond Green, not excusable, man. What's trust? I don't know what that means. Oh, you do. Or maybe you don't. Otherwise, he wouldn't be in this ridiculous scenario, this ridiculous just situation as a whole. But he's back. And he's still trying to figure out what trust is. I think uh, I think a three-year-old can figure that one out. It's the JR Sport Reshow here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. On the other side, I want you to hear from from Kevin Durant. He was asked uh, about this scenario. I do want to go ahead and, and get ready to take a break. When we come back, you'll hear from Durant. I'll get to the phone lines, and then we'll talk. Some Thursday night football. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listen, you do a great job, man. I, oh, before I ask my question, I just want to say I've, I've heard you a couple of times on here. You always have great content and you got a great sense of humor, and I enjoy listening to you. So I want to start out by saying that. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I told you, you will hear from Kevin Durant. We'll do that shortly. We're going to dive a little bit deeper. Yeah, I guess we're going to go into the mud. We're going to talk about tonight's Thursday night football matchup between the Chicago Bears and the Washington Commanders. If you want to know the style, or not the style, if you want to have an understanding of the temperature of this game, I want you to briefly hear Ron Rivera after the victory. We know he's been in the news earlier on this week. He didn't have or he had to he had to polish it up just a little bit. People were looking at Carson Wentz against the Tennessee Titans and it's like, oh, he's throwing interceptions and he stinks. And then we find out he's injured a little bit. And I mean, well, damn, he played tonight. Nothing exciting about him. They beat the Bears 12 to 7. And Ron Rivera, the man who said, what's the difference between Washington and everybody else in the NFC East? And he said quarterback, and then he had to clean it up. Tonight, after the game, he was defensive. This is how he ended. This is how he just ended his press conference. They've played their asses off. They have. They've played their asses off for everybody. They come out and they show up. They work hard. All right? They don't complain. Okay? They hear all this stuff and they got to deal with it. I get that. I respect them for that because they're resilient. They come out. 
Everybody keeps wanting to say, I don't want anything to do with Carson. Well, bull I'm the guy that pulled out the sheets of paper, that looked at the analytics, that watched the tape in the freaking when we were in Indianapolis. Okay? And that's what pisses me off. Because the young man doesn't deserve to have that all the time. I'm sorry, I'm done. No, damn. Well, you started it. Carson Wentz play started it. It's people aren't making this up. How can on one hand I get it? He's passionate. He's he's fine. But you can't on one hand on a couple of days ago just say, "Oh my God, I, I made a mistake and I screwed up," and then after a victory you come back and now you're blaming everybody else. So which one is it? You blaming Carson? You blaming you? What are you doing? Somebody give Ron Rivera a hug. We're going to talk more about that at the top of the hour. Speaking of a hug, I just saw Kevin Durant give a fan a hug. That's so sweet, so nice. Let's get to your phone calls, and then you hear from Kevin Durant about this Draymond situation. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Well, how about this? We, we got Daniel calling from New York. Hey, Daniel, you're on CBS Sports Radio. How are you? Hey, Jay. What's up? What's going on with you? I'm good. I'm happy about um, the Giants are finally pretty good. Yeah, they are. Hey, wait a minute. You live yes. in New York? What's on? It's almost midnight. Yeah, it is. You don't have school in the morning? I do. You just hanging out talking to me? Yeah. Okay, I won't complain. What do you have to say about the Giants? Um, here in New York, they're all saying we should go and trade for Robbie Anderson or DJ Moore from the Panthers. But I think there are better options, like okay. Amon Ross St. Brown. Oh. Uh, Jahan Dotson. Wow. OBJ. Let's bring him back. Bring him back. He wants, he wants some big money, though. Well, yeah, we could give it to him. And and find Lamar Jackson, and we find Barkley, and it'll, it'll be good for once in our life. Oh, uh, well, whose life? You're, how old are you? Uh, 15. You're 15 years old? Yeah, the last time they were good, I was in fourth grade. Now I'm in 10th. You're in 10th grade? Yeah. Okay. I'll take your word for that. I don't know if the New York Giants will be able to get their hands on all of that talent that you... Uh, yeah, you, I, you, I, I know, but I'd like them to. Yeah, I, I, man, I'd, I'd like uh, a trillion bucks to fall out of the sky into my lap, but we can all <laughs> hope and wish. Hey, Daniel, thank you so much for calling from New York. You're fine. Thank you, bud. No doubt. He's the he's the youngest uh, 10-year-old, 15-year-old that I've heard in my life. What do I know, though? I'm anyway. not going to lie. I, I, I got to take him at his word, but. <laughs> he's 15? He was 14 at first, and then he became 15. <laughs> so. Yeah, me and I, I. I aged five. I aged, uh, you know, five years in the past two minutes. Listen, these Thursday night football games have aged all of us. That's true. That's true. Except for that young man there. He's he's now eighteen years old. Well, maybe it aged him too. Here's the thing about the Giants. I, I like how he threw out just random names, including Lamar Jackson, for a football team right now. That is four and one. It is absolutely amazing and tremendous what the Giants have been able to do. Daniel Jones is a 
okay quarterback. He's not spectacular. He's been able to run the football effectively this year, not turn it over. God bless him. Saquon Barkley looks completely healthy. Looks like a Roger Craig, Christian McCaffrey, Marshall Falk style back. It's beautiful. The fact that they're doing this with no wide receivers, uh, the defense has been able to step it up. They're doing it with a rookie head coach and Brian Dayball. The future is bright for the New York Giants. I just don't think that future is going to be immediately this year. They're going to take on Baltimore. If they can beat Baltimore, I will give them all the credit in the world for what they've been able to do with limited talent. That's the coach. You see the reactions from Brian Dable after the games. You see how his players interact with him. He deserves a lot of the credit for what this team has been able to do at 4-1. and one. And they're still in a situation where there's no guarantee that Daniel Jones is going to be back and they declined his fifth-year option. The Giants, are they going to go out there and pay Saquon Barkley? You would hope that this 4-1 and one that the Giants have right now, you would hope that it's not fool's gold. But by the time we get to the end of the season, it might be. But Brian Dayball, for the start of their year, man, they're playing damn good. They deserve a lot of credit for what they've been doing up until now. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I I told you about Durant. I want to get him in here quick. He was asked about this situation with Jordan Poole, and Kevin Durant basically said, Man, it's night and day from my situation with Draymond. Draymond was yelling at me about me potentially leaving. This is what Durant had to say with ESPN. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but you guys got through it. But that's not the same situation. I well, that's I, true. Somebody got punched in the face. Yeah. You know you know what I mean? Like, it, it was the talk everywhere yeah, you guys it's went. No, there's no comparison to that. You know what I'm saying? It was just some words that being. I heard people say that um, that happens a lot in the NBA. I have never seen nothing like that before. But what me and Draymond did a few years back, that happens all the time. So it's easy to get through something like that. But I don't know what this situation is like. Oh, wow. That was Nick Ferdell you heard from ESPN talking to Durant. He's like, I ain't get punched in the face. Draymond ain't punched me in the face. He got punched in the face. Me and him beefing. And that is true. People talking crap all the time. And Draymond got suspended for that. Nicole is calling from Maryland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Nicole? How are you? I am uh, more than upset with the Golden State Warriors uh, because Draymond Green has been behaving like a bully for a long time, in my opinion. Um, and he, he's more like a pre-adolescent child because oh, no. what he does is behave badly come back, apologize. And that is a pattern for him because actually he has done that time and time and time again. And you could see from that video when he walked up to Jordan Poole that it was on his mind that he wanted clearly, you know, some contact with this guy because he was he was not even that close to him at first and he walked over to him to, you know, to start this stuff. And so when Golden State Warriors did not um, actually punish him properly and, and make him actually pay a fine also, he went home and he's talking about he made eggs, which again suggests that he is so far removed from reality, where he doesn't even recognize the um, just exactly how heavy the situation is. You hit this guy, you're telling me you made eggs with your children, you didn't explain to them what they should do as opposed to 
becoming violent with someone else. That's a good, no, good he's point. a poor excuse for to me. A poor excuse for not just a role model, but a dad. You know, because here you are hitting somebody, and I bet you he would tell his son, you know, not to do that. Okay, I hear you, Nicole. That's 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 taking it into a different space, but I, I understand what you're saying. I got I got a question for you though. Before we do, you, you okay. like eggs? You like eggs? Oh, Nicole don't like eggs. She hates eggs. Shep, she doesn't like eggs. I cook really good eggs. Nobody cares about Draymond's eggs. That's tough. I understand what she's saying, but she was like, wow, Draymond as a father, wow. Instead of explaining to him what he did wrong. We don't know what Draymond did, so I'm not going to go that far. I don't know what he tells his kids. I know what he told us. It. Anyway, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. When we come back, we're going to talk about this uh, Thursday night football game that took place between the Washington Commanders and the Chicago Bears. Washington walks away with a victory in Chicago 12-7. to Justin Fields, if you know Justin Fields publicly, or excuse me, privately, call the man. Text the man. Send him some words of encouragement. He needs them. I haven't seen a football player look that depressed on the sideline after a game since, I don't know, Jay Cutler. Bears fans are familiar with him. He looked like he would smoke a cigarette during the game. What a disaster. We're going to talk about Washington. We'll talk about Chicago. You'll hear again from an angry Ron Rivera. He just won. What are you mad about? We'll talk about it here on CBS Sports Radio. Made eggs with my son. 